Hello and welcome to Princess in the Podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Sawyers, and I'm here to talk Disney movies past and present. Once upon a time, Hannah, Ryan, and Kevin sat down to talk about Marvel Studios' Thor Love and Thunder. So this movie, based on the synopsis from Marvel, says Marvel Studios' Thor Love and Thunder finds the god of thunder on a journey unlike anything he's ever faced, a quest for inner peace. But Thor's retirement is interrupted by a galactic killer known as Gore the God Butcher, who seeks the extinction of the gods. To combat this threat, Thor enlists the help of King Valkyrie, Korg, and ex-girlfriend Jane Foster, who, to Thor's surprise, inexplicably wields his magical hammer Mjolnir as the mighty Thor. Together, they embark on a harrowing cosmic adventure to uncover the mystery of the God Butcher's vengeance and stop him before it's too late. Directed by Taika Watiti and produced by Kevin Feige and Brad Winderbaum, Thor Love and Thunder opened in U.S. theaters July 8th, 2022. And if you have not heard one of our Marvel episodes, this will have spoilers. So when and how did you guys watch? Thursday in Dolby Vision. Thursday in IMAX. Cool, cool, cool. I felt like... There was not really any spoilers out in the universe, at least that I saw, which was kind of weird. I haven't Yeah. That is pretty weird. Because, like, it used to be you wanted to see it on Thursday night because otherwise you were going to find out something that was going to ruin it. And I feel like that was the case for Spider-Man, but I don't necessarily, well, no, it was the case, I guess because there wasn't anything shocking in this movie. Like, John Krasinski didn't show up in the movie, you know? Yeah, and people already figured out, like, one of the big plot points was that Jane Foster had cancer, right? Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. people already figured that out. I mean, they didn't say it in the trailer, but people already kind of put two and two together with that because that's, I guess, part of the original story whenever she becomes Thor. Right. So there weren't, yeah, there weren't any big reveals or anything. Yeah. Ryan, are you ready to give kind of a recap of the movie a little more in-depth than what we just went over? Yeah. So it starts off with Gore and his daughter, Love, as they struggle in a barren desert. Love dies despite his prayers to his god, Rapu. The god-killing necrosword weapon calls to Gore, leading him to Rapu's lush realm. The necrosword offers itself to Gore, who kills Rapu with it and vows to kill all gods. The Necrosword lets Gore manipulate shadows, but also curses him with an impending death. So then we cut to, after several gods are killed by Gore, Thor learns of a distress signal from Sif. Thor parts ways with the Guardians and finds Sif injured on a planet where a god was just killed. She warns him that God's next target is New Asgard, and they travel there. Meanwhile, Jane Foster, Thor's ex-girlfriend, if you didn't know, has been diagnosed with terminal cancer with medical treatment being ineffective. She goes to New Asgard, hoping that Thor's broken hammer, Mjolnir, will magically heal her. Mjolnir reforges and bonds itself to Foster after Thor unknowingly enchanted it to protect her years earlier. Thor arrives in New Asgard just as Gore starts attacking the town with shadow creatures. Thor is surprised to find Jane Foster wielding Mjolnir as the mighty Thor, but nevertheless teams up with her, New Asgard's King Valkyrie and Korg to fight Gore. The Gore thwarts Gore, but Hiki escapes, kidnapping several Asgardian children. 
So the group travels to Omnipotent City to warn the other gods and ask for their help. Their leader of the gods, Zeus, is afraid of gore and unwilling to help. He orders the group's capture to prevent them from exposing Omnipotent City's location to gore. The group battles Omnipotent City's army. When Zeus injures Korg, Thor impales Zeus with his own thunderbolt, which Valkyrie steals during their escape. As the journey continues, Thor and Foster rekindle their romantic relationship and Foster inadvertently reveals her illness. The group travels to the Shadow Realm to save the children. However, this turns out to be a ruse for Gore to take Thor's Stormbreaker to open the Bifrost, enter the realm of Eternity, and wish for Eternity to destroy all gods. Gore overpowers the group, severely injuring Valkyrie, and successfully steals Stormbreaker while the group escapes back to Earth. Drained by her use of Mjolnir, Foster is warned that using it once more will likely kill her. Thor persuades Foster to let him fight on alone while she recuperates. Thor finds the kidnapped children and imbues them with the power of Thor to fight Gore's creatures while he battles Gore. When Foster senses that Gore is about to kill Thor, she joins the battle with Mjolnir to save him. They destroy the Necrosword, but Thor enters Eternity's realm where Thor and Foster are also brought. With Gore poised to make his wish, Thor implores Gore to revive his daughter instead of destroying the gods. Thor leaves Gore to decide while he attends to Foster as she is dying. Foster succumbs to her illness in Thor's arms. Gore wishes to revive love and is granted by eternity. Thor agrees to Gore's request to take care of love as Gore dies from the curse. The children return to New Asgard where Valkyrie and Sif begin training them. Thor, now in possession of Mjolnir again, continues his adventure to help people with love, now wielding Stormbreaker by his side. The end. Yay. And, like, it was just really precious. I really love this movie. It was a fun movie. Yeah, I really liked it as well. (laughs) Yeah. It was a very fun movie. Yeah, overall, I really loved this story. It did jump around at times. Like, I felt like we'd be out in space, and then all of a sudden we'd be with Jane. Um, I wish we had more Darcy. I wish I had some sort of semblance of timeline of like where this happens in conjunction with WandaVision. Like, has she seen Westview? Like, I have so many questions. I would assume she has, but like the whole thing was just really fantastic. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think some of the. I, I really enjoyed it too, but I like basically everything Thor now, like since anything Thor is involved in now, I love it. Right. Since Since the second one, he's the last remaining Avenger original Avenger. Well, yeah, but even since like Thor, uh, three, whatever, what was that one called? Ragnarok. Ragnarok. Yeah. Ever since Ragnarok, it's been like lit, but that's be, I'm going to butcher this name, but it's, uh, Taki Watiti ever since he's been, is that how you pronounce it? Is right, Taika, yeah, Taika, Taika, Taika. So, um, ever since he's been involved in anything, I really like it, and he does other stuff too. And I've literally not uh disliked anything he's ever done, so I just like his vibe, man. It's always good, yeah. always fun. Ryan, you need but, to tell the story about him. With so, uh, if you didn't know, he's he's uh been chosen to like shepherd the next phase of Star Wars. I didn't know that, yeah, yeah. 
and he um while filming for this he's he's on set with natalie portman and is like she's like so what are you doing next and he's like oh i'm actually working on a star wars project hey have you ever wanted to be in a star wars project and she's like um i was i was i was in one and he (laughs) said instantly as soon as i said it like i realized that like i remember that she was in the prequels and yeah so that was embarrassing i know (laughs) (laughs) like you are star wars and then uh you say that he's just like i don't like the prequels yeah (laughs) so talking about characters let's jump right in we have thor we have gore we have king valkyrie we have (laughs) jane foster why are you laughing Because you put Stormbreaker and Mjolnir in here. Yeah, they are characters. Well, they're well, it, it, well you also yeah, exactly. Mjolnir wrong. I have no idea how to spell Mjolnir, so well, I just now, now, with, now I, I don't know how to spell. Well, Mjolnir. And then we also got Axel. M J O L N I R. And then. What are the goats' names? I always get them wrong. Which gods? Goats. Goats. Um, oh, the goats? Oh my god! I don't know. It's like oh, they were just. Not, what are their names? They're just there to like make you think of Taylor Swift. I believe with my whole whole heart. Oh, because like, <laughs> yeah. Um. I love that vine. Good vine times. Okay, so who are your favorite characters, Kevin? So, um, well, now that you mentioned the goats, I really did like the goats because they were just obnoxious and like the entire, the entire thing, they're like, oh no, you have to take these goats. Uh, those are pretty good. But I don't know if I and consider them. And you've accepted them, so now they're yours. Yeah. And, and, and they're just like trying to get rid of them. Um, tooth Nasher and Tooth Grinder. But they uh, weren't named in the movie. I just read that too. I found their names, but they oh. are not named in the movie. Oh. Okay. I knew it because like you can buy little plushies. So oh I my god! I need one so bad. Scream at random times throughout your, throughout the night. It's okay. They just wake you up. Um, so actually, my favorite character is probably Axel because uh, he literally hasn't been in there at all, right? Yeah. Like, has he ever been in any movies? And then uh, it cracked me up because at the end it was talking about how he was training to fight. It was like even Axel, and it was like, well, Heimdall was also like a warrior. Like whatever right. came down to it, like, <laughs> but like, oh, I'm just so excited for someone to have like Bifrost powers again, yeah, and like the sight. Oh, yes, so cool. Right, my favorite <sighs> Korg is always up there for me. He's always like just a great, great like breakup of like the serious tension in the movie. Um, I really liked when he uh, he called out. He just bit straight up through. The, the three heroes basically under the bus when Zeus is like, who's talking? He goes, these guys right here. These, these guys. <laughs> um, but I, I kind of like Jane Foster as, as Mighty Thor. I mean, it was it was a pretty cool little experience there. Yeah, I, I thought they got was... to bring her back. Yeah, I, I liked her. Like, I thought it was good. I thought it was going to be kind of dumb, but it, I, I liked her in it. We'll see what Katie thinks, since she always hates, you know, <laughs> everything. everything. My favorite uh, has got to be uh, Loki, as played by Matt Damon. Okay, that's pretty funny. <laughs> Dude, uh, 
I kind of wonder, like, I guess I should have expected it, but I just did not at all. <laughs> um, it's so funny because neither of us could place who was playing uh, Thor in the, like, little play thing. And I was like, dude, they should have used Liam Hemsworth. And then we get to the credits and it's like Luke Hemsworth. <laughs> oh, like, so it's oh. a different brother? Yeah. <laughs> Another Hemsworth. That's yeah. funny. I think Hemsworth also has, like, I think some of the kids in it are his kids. Like oh, his really? actual children. Yes. Yeah. So my actual favorite is probably Jane. Like, she just really carried this movie, I feel like, and gave it, like, a completely different feel from any other Marvel movies we've had. It didn't feel like forced female empowerment, which is what Katie hates. She hates when it feels forced, and it did not feel forced at all throughout the movie um, because the power was coming from Mjolnir. I, I just thought it was a really, really good like um, way to incorporate her again, and I'm sad she's dead. But if we've learned anything from Loki, you're, you're not really dead. I bet you she's actually dead. We'll talk about that in the end credit scene part. <laughs> but I, I also liked how her, like, Mjolnir is, was able to, like, break up and do, like, cool different stuff for her that it never could do with, uh, you know, normal Thor. Right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, quotes from this movie. As I was watching the movie, I remember thinking, man, there are a ton of one-liners in this film. Mm-hmm. However, I did not retain any of them or write them down. I'm going to see it again on Tuesday. So the day before this episode comes out, I'll see it a second time. And maybe I'll have some quotes uh, after that. Yeah. Yeah. So my quote, my favorite, it was basically anytime Stormbreaker came up whenever he was like looking at Mjolnir. (laughs) (laughs) He was like, oh, she means nothing. Uh, Like Stormbreaker just like would kind of float into the scene. (laughs) That's really funny. And that's why I listed them as characters because like they have personalities. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Ryan. My favorite quote was like towards the end when they're fighting right before they like, right right after they rescue the kids actually. And he's in, he's in doing them with the, the power of of Thor. And he's like, temporarily. Oh yeah. He says it very, (laughs) very quietly. Yeah. Temporarily. I think he says for a limited time only. Yeah. Why, Why couldn't he leave them with that power though? Like what was the bad part? What would be the bad part of that? I mean, would you want to deal with raising children who have the power of Thor? Uh, I mean, when if you don't have powers, it, he has powers, but the, the their parents don't. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, that makes <laughs> sense. That makes sense. Well, I mean, I feel like you know, if one of them's acting up, the other nineteen could beat up that one. You know, That's how true. many kids did they kidnap? I feel like it was like a solid twenty. Yeah, for sure. I loved that the power of Thor also gave like the bunny rabbit powers. That was so <laughs> funny. And and like what? the little girl with her her uh, fairy wand was just yep. oh my! Whenever she was like wrapping up that person, and they like got sliced in half. Yeah, or I guess it wasn't a person, a shadow creature. It was it was pretty wild. Okay, in credit scene. So we get we had a mid credit scene and an end credit scene. Mm-hmm. The was the mid credit scene. Which the mid credit scene was Zeus um, yes. sending his son Hercules on the mission to kill Thor, 
and it's revealed. Um, I don't think I've got the name here. I'll find it. It's, it's Roy Kent. Yes. So it's Ted guy, it's yes. the guy who plays Roy Kent in Ted Lasso. <laughs> yes. And he's perfect for it. He's perfect for it. I'm gonna. I'm so excited to see that that version I, of Hercules. I hope he cusses just as much as he does in Ted Lasso. Oh, he, cusses, <laughs> he cusses so much in Ted Lasso. And then the end credit scene is Jane Foster going to, I don't remember the name of it. The Valhalla. Valhalla. Yeah. And she means Heimdall. Yes. Yes. Yeah. And then at the end of that scene, it says Thor will return, which is, you know, shocking because he, he definitely didn't die. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like that was a little like, really? Like we, we know he's returning. Like we know he's coming back. Like, like he didn't die. Yeah. We didn't need that. So thoughts about the end credit scenes. I think it actually gave finality to Natalie Portman's portrayal of Jane Foster. I don't think she's coming back. I think it's like, yeah, she's gone. She's gone. Yeah, gone. Like so she's too. in, she's in Valhalla. Yeah. Like you might see her if someone else dies and goes to Valhalla, but I don't think she's like coming back right. into this, into this universe. Unless we get a multiverse movie. This realm. Is, is what? <laughs> if we get a multi-realm movie instead of a multiverse movie. Well, she could be alive in a different multiverse. Oh, that's true. Yeah. Yep. Every yep. once in a while, I can have a good point. <laughs> <laughs> so MCU implications and predictions. We kind of went into that. Like Jane Foster is definitely dead. It's not like Loki. She's not going to yeah. come back a thousand times. We're going to have another Thor movie. Yeah, we'll, we'll have Hercules. Yeah, we'll have Hercules. Yeah, I think, but like overall MCU, there's really not that big of an implication in this movie at all, now that you think about yeah. it. And that's kind of been, with exception, well, I guess, multiverse has kind of been, was kind of like a, has implications, but I really don't feel like Thor did. So Yeah, I mean, everything separate. Like, he has a kid now, and that's about it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, at the end there, did you think that they were he was about to take her to school and not into a battle? Like the way he they were talking about their day and like listen to the adults and all these things and I thought they were going on a field trip. <laughs> but I guess the battle is pretty similar. Yeah. I thought I thought they were like like it was gonna be one of those like he was getting ready for a field trip because he like packed a lunch, didn't he? I don't yeah. know if I maybe I misread yeah. that. But he's getting her getting her already and she has he has like tire boots for her and stuff and then she has the uh the face painted on Mjolnir. Right. <laughs> Favorite moments. I liked when all the kids got powers. I thought that was yeah. really yes. cool. That I don't was, think that you was, choose any other moment. I think if you choose any other moment. That was pretty cool. Yeah. Well, I did like I, I like how um the at the end um, he was like, hey, did you ever consider wishing your daughter back to life instead of wishing for like a million people to die? <laughs> or like everyone to die in the universe because the gods would lose control of their realms? Like, oh, I never considered doing bringing back the person that I missed. Yeah. Um, I also love the moment when um, Jane Foster tears up her book when she's getting chemo and she's sitting next to that guy and he's and that, reading her book. And I was like, wow. <laughs> And then, he, then, like, she tears up the book, and he's like, "You just destroyed your own book." And she was like, "But now you have a three D model." 
<laughs> but now you understand wormholes. Ryan, what was... I don't have a favorite moment. It was what? it was the entire movie. Oh my god. <laughs> if I... Okay, how about your least favorite moment? How about that? My least favorite moment, again... When Jane, when Jane dies? Like what? Did you like that? <laughs> it was fitting for the movie. I didn't also, necessarily like it. But like, in my opinion, like my favorite moment probably was when... Like the kids got powers, of course. Let me think. I don't know. I've got to pick one out. It's hard. I wish that the God Butcher had killed more gods, right? He killed a total of like, Yeah, he killed like one or he killed one on screen and then like he killed that one. Girl's arm off, yeah. He cut the girl's arm off and killed that whatever giant one was called. That was yeah. it. Like they got distress signals from like a bunch of gods dying, but that was it. it was, yeah. Yeah. So are you really not going to pick one? I think it would probably be the the opening, not the opening sequence, but like when you first meet Thor and like he's uh, Korg's telling the story of like the space Viking and and like he's he's like he's just the guy now that people come to like we need your help with this battle and he's that's what he's there for now and he goes in and he saves the day and is but destroys the the temple to the god and is taking all the credit for it and then he gets his goats yeah. okay so final thoughts a few things we haven't talked about we didn't even mention that the guardians of the galaxy were in that opening scene which is a great moment i personally love when chris pratt's character star lord is sitting below the like rock and as thor is giving his monologue he's lip syncing to the monologue because (laughs) what what katie does to you Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> he says the same thing every single time. I really loved that. Any thoughts about the Guardians of the Galaxy being in this movie? Other than what I said, I thought they were going to be in it a little more. I did too. I wish that they had been in it more, for sure. Mm-hmm. I feel like you basically got the gist of everything from the trailer, though. Mm-hmm. Like, that, that Thor was, like, overly attached to them, but they didn't, but, like... They were like kind of not, you know what I mean? Yeah. 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 I thought it was pretty on character when the goat, they had the goats finally in the ship and uh, Nebula was about to shoot them to quiet them up and they stopped talking. Yeah, but, but so was freaking, uh, oh, what's the, what's the girl's name? The alien chick. Oh, what's her name? Mantis. You know about? Yeah. She had her gun pulled on him too. Like she wasn't going to kill the goats. <laughs> But you kind of want is that because she's very, very sensitive and empathetic and she couldn't like handle the fact that it was like being such a big, yeah, or like, or Or she was like channeling Nebula and like she knew Nebula wanted to shoot him. So she was like, like pull my gun too. I like how we're talking about it being related to our powers, but she could have just been legitimately annoyed. (laughs) Um, and then we referenced this scene earlier but what we didn't reference was that melissa mccarthy in the play about um, oh yeah she was hella she was hella and that like she busted through the like paper thing and i like died i was like oh my gosh i didn't know she was in the movie did you know kevin no no I didn't I I'm really bad at like placing actors and actresses so I'm just now realizing who that was and so yeah as you, I think I think we've discussed this before I just like 
I become like face blind to people. And like when they're in a different movie, I just like, I don't even realize who it is. And then someone points it out and I'm like, Oh, that's who that was. Like whenever I first saw Thor Ragnarok, I didn't realize it was Matt Damon. I was like, who is that guy? He looks familiar. Couldn't, didn't even like, didn't give two actual, like, I'm sure that if I would have really thought about it, I would have figured it out. But I was like, "Mm, whatever, let's move on. (laughs) So. Okay. Those were my two big things that I wanted to cover. Anything else you guys have to say? Whenever they went to the the Shadow Realm, which huge Yu-Gi-Oh fan, by the way, so I was into that. Um, whenever they went to the Shadow Realm and all the color got pulled out, I was like, oh no, this is going to be like Thor 2. Because you know, the, <laughs> whenever they, they like pull, everything becomes all gritty. You know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Um, so I thought that was going to happen, but it, I mean, it was actually good. Did you like that final, did you like that fight scene on the moon thing? On that moon place? Yeah. I also liked whenever they were approaching it and the goats just like crashed into it because like there was like a death <laughs> thing. They thought it was further away. Was <laughs> yeah. I thought that whole fight scene was pretty good. Ryan, it was fun. We haven't talked about. No, I'm, I'm actually kind of excited that, that we're still continuing with, with the Thor story. Like he's still getting, he's moving on into the next phase where, you know, Iron Man's going to be, carried on by a different person and captain america is carried on by a different person we have thor chris hemsworth is thor and he's going to continue to be thor for at least another movie or two so i don't know why it is but so i you know the other actors like they wanted to do like quit marvel to pursue other things right um but chris hemsworth doesn't seem to be hamstrung into his thor role at all like he still gets like many like oh yeah like he's in a bunch of movies still. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like he's an action star basically. Yeah. Which is funny because Chris Pratt is also like an action star now, but yeah. he was on Parks and Recreation. <laughs> <laughs> he was not and an action just, star. And he just quit drinking beer and he lost all That's the That's all. Yeah. Isn't isn't that like a joke? Says. NPR. Yeah. 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 That's what he like. They go to visit him in England right after. Like, yeah, I quit drinking beer. Yeah, right after he made the first Guardians, Guardians no, it, it was yeah. Moneyball. Oh, was it after Moneyball? He got in shape for Moneyball. Okay, and he's just like, yeah, just just quit drinking beer. Really I wonder if that sets up an unhealthy expectation for people. Like, oh, if I it, like, it's so easy to lose and if, if lose all that weight and look like freaking amazing. <laughs> it's like, no, you also had a personal trainer and like had a very. If that's what you're taking diet. from Parks and Rec. If that's, that's what Parks and Rec, I mean, there's other things we need to talk about. <laughs> you're giving advice. Your, your weight advice. Okay, anything else, guys? I miss Katie. Can we leave that in the podcast? I miss Katie. I don't guys to talk to her on a podcast for a while. I'm so glad you joined us for this week's Princess in the Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Princess in the Podcast and on Twitter at Princess in the Podcast. Visit our website, princessinthepodcast.com. I hope you live happily ever after.